Hello, and welcome to Fly Over the Groove, the Michelle Brangwen Dance Ensembles podcast. I'm Michelle Brangwen. Thank you for listening. This episode is entitled A Slip's Journey into Dancing the Blue Hour. Dancing the Blue Hour is a performance work by the Michelle Brangwen Dance Ensemble that will premiere this summer at The Match in Houston, Texas, and will be performing it in other cities as part of our 2019 season. Dancing the Blue Hour has choreography and costumes by me, Michelle Brangwen, and music by Thomas Helton and Tim Higgins, and text by all performers. You may not be aware, but our last few podcasts featured interviews with David Leslie, the executive director of the Rothko Chapel about arts and activism, an interview with one of my favorite jazz writers, Ashley Kahn, about the music of Alice Coltrane, and an interview with my wonderful colleague, Adam Castaneda. If you'd like to listen to those, you can just type in Fly Over the Groove in your iTunes podcast app, or on SoundCloud, or our website. I thought it was time after three wonderful interviews to return to a podcast that let you in on the inspiration and some of the ideas behind an upcoming work that will be premiering. If you're not familiar with the Michelle Brengwin Dance Ensemble, before we begin, just a brief word about our work. We are a multidisciplinary performing ensemble of contemporary dance and music. In 18 years, every performance has featured live original music and the musicians as integral parts of the visual stage imagery. Dancing the Blue Hour is a performance work that explores what happens when people come together to experience the Blue Hour. I think it's one of our most uh, unique and experimental works yet, with the audience having the opportunity to engage and connect to the performance in new ways. Dancing the Blue Hour seeks to conjure the magic of a shared experience with each performance. I feel like this is a very positive and rejuvenating and happy piece. And I wrote an essay about the inspiration for the costumes because it's very personal and intimate for me. And I think it's a tale of friendship. So I'd like to share this essay with you about the inspiration for the costumes and also for the performance work, Dancing the Blue Hour. A slip that belonged to my mom has journeyed into Dancing the Blue Hour, our new performance work. The slip's new manifestation as a costume finds it embedded in a work 
where dance and music seek to conjure the feeling of a lush and soothing summer night that gives way to a magical blue hour. The arc of the performance work takes us from the expectant to the celebratory. In the telling of the story of this slip's journey, however, I begin back more than a year ago during a very difficult time for me. The circumstances of our task at hand were infused with sadness and urgency. Sadness as was expected and understood, and urgency for reasons really not worth reliving. It was an effort on my part to behave with integrity in the face of self-righteous cruelty. And I will say no more about this, as this really is a story of something I find sweet and life-affirming. I only share it to illustrate the atmosphere of our work, which was charged with a very unfortunate immediacy. The task was also charged with a great deal of love. Love for my amazing mom, whose things we were caring for, and love between the two of us friends who were hard at work. My friend, who I will not name because she always prefers to be anonymous, is to me a purveyor of wisdom always. She possesses a conversational style to which I think many of us aspire, distinct in its lack of useless extemporaneous information and non-repetitive in nature. It is the non-repetitive aspect that makes anything she repeats that much more resonant. She repeated that day that I should stop and drink some water, that I should stop and eat something, all very pragmatic recommendations. And she repeated how beautiful and rare these slips were. Was I sure I didn't want them? That's a curious phrase to repeat under the circumstances. Later on, back home, deep in my well of sadness, her simple question repeated itself in my mind. These slips are rare and beautiful. Are you sure you don't want them? I crept out late at night to my car and reached into a box headed for a charity resale shop, and pulled out the soft, neatly rolled bundles. I was overwhelmed at the time, so I placed them in a plastic bag and put them on my closet shelf. Some months later, I pulled out the bag and tried on one of the slips. It fit perfectly. I looked at myself in the mirror There was something so calm and so vulnerable about how it looked and felt, something unpretentious and real. It seemed more than just a reminiscence specific to me of someone I loved so much, but symbolic of a kind of distillation of one's essence. I thought immediately, perhaps this could be some kind of costume that could carry some of these subtle feelings to a performance work. Often, in the making of art, components come into being through feeling and intuition. The why is unexplainable, but the idea has a power of its own. As I began work on Dancing the Blue Hour, I rewatched 
Eric Romer's film, The Four Adventures of Reinette and Maribel. The first section is called Le Bleu, The Blue Hour. Two girls become friends, and the one who lives in the country wants very much to have the other girl, who lives in the city, experience the blue hour with her. For Reinette, the blue hour is the time just before dawn, when all the creatures of the night cease to make noise as they sense the coming day. And, at the same time, the creatures of the morning have not yet begun to make sounds, as they do not yet sense the sunrise. For these friends in the film, the blue hour is a special time between night and day. Although not discussed in the film, the blue hour is also distinguished by the extraordinary color of the sky at that time, a magnificent blue. As I went into the studio to begin working on Dancing the Blue Hour, the image of the two friends in the field at night, one having gotten up and gone out, realizing how important it was to the other that she experienced the blue hour, and the other entering the field after her. This stayed very much in my mind, the two women waiting together in the darkness with the sounds of the night surrounding them, soft, simple, unpretentious, like the slips. My concept for the performance work was that there was magic in experiencing this time together, and sometimes we all need magic in our lives. I wanted not only for my entire ensemble of dancers and musicians to experience the blue hour together in performance, but I wanted to find a way to enable the audience to feel they were experiencing it with us as well. I loved the idea of night clothes for the waiting section or waiting movement in Dancing the Blue Hour, but I did not want the literalness of long, bulky white nightgowns as the characters wear in the film. I made a pattern using one of my mom's slips, and then I made a slip from the pattern out of a blue-green fabric. It had the same feeling as the original in white. Then I made a long and flowing gown out of a sheer blue fabric. I'm not of the generation that grew up wearing slips. I never understood them. I didn't understand why my mom wore them, why she was always looking for them. So I was amazed to find how beautifully the overgown fit and hung with the slip beneath. I made slips for all the dancers and for Danielle Reichseel, our vocalist. My idea was that with each movement of the work, a different layer would be worn over the slip but the layer would be see-through, so you would always see the slip beneath. As if the slip were our essence, and we would always show a little of that through whatever we put on and around us. As if to say, here is the core beneath, and always it will be there for you. I hope you will join us for Dancing the Blue Hour this summer in Houston or New York or Stony Brook or one of our upcoming performances. You can find out more information about tickets and schedule at brangwindance.org or if you'd like to go to the premiere in July, 
you can get tickets at matchhouston with one H dot org. This has been Fly Over the Groove, the Michelle Brengwin Dance Ensembles podcast. I'm Michelle Brengwin. Thank you for listening. <laughs>